0: Welcome to The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Alison Kaczkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Alison Kaczkowski. Thank you for tuning in again this week to For this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self Care, I'm excited to be with you on this Tuesday morning. I am your host, and as always, I'm grateful that you choose to spend part of your day with me. So, if if you've been following me for a while, you know I always I'm very selective about who I bring on as a guest in terms of like what we talk about. There's a lot of people, lot, and if you've been following me for a while, we we cover a lot of different topics as it relates to self care. But one of those areas is I frequently like to have other business owners or entrepreneurs or people talk about their own self-care journey. It's not so much about a problem that they've struggled with, but how they navigate, how they look after their mind and their body. Because as business owners, our mind and our body is our vessel. It's the vessel through which we live out our purpose. So, and in entrepreneurship, what I find to be a big Problem point for a lot of people is is that the the they feel like their business really runs them, and it really should be the other way around. So today, my guest is Karina Kahan, and she is from New York, and she is an entrepreneur. And we're going to have a conversation right around that. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: You're welcome, Allison. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Please introduce yourself. I know we were talking a little bit before we went online that you went to college in North Carolina, so. We had a little something in common there right from the beginning, but I would love for you to talk about your story a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful state. That's where I did my undergraduate. Uh, Well, I've always had an interest in entrepreneurship, and I did go to graduate school. I went to business school. Um, I was on Wall Street uh, working for a big investment bank. And, uh, and, and, and while that's interesting and challenging, I knew, and I had known ever since I was a little girl that eventually I would have my own business. I just didn't know what it would be because unless you have some great idea or you've been exposed to something, it's hard to know what, what's what that, what's that idea that's actually right, going right. to take off. Right. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I was lured into a corporate job, uh, because of the security, the salary, all of that. But for me personally, it was stifling because I think I am an entrepreneur at heart and, uh, it takes, it is a big leap to leave uh, a secure position and then launch into something and just hope, you know, it's going to take off and you have to really plan how you're going to, well, you have to do your business plan and of course. develop your idea, of course. But in the meantime, because there is no overnight success, we know that. Uh, how are you going to support yourself? How are you going to, to manage all of this? And so uh, over the years, I, I when I was in graduate school, I have two different master's degrees and, and one's in business. The other one is in Japanese history. And oh, wow. I, I wanted to do something with with Japan and I went and studied in Japan. and um, but still nursing the idea of entrepreneurship. And so I started a company before the one I have now, and it was in renewable technology at a time when people were not really thinking about renewable technology. We're mm-hmm. talking late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, my partner and I developed an idea for taking grease and making that into biodiesel, uh, renewable cleaner burning fuel mm-hmm. and we're talking about cooking grease and we had um, a patent at the process and also we're building small plants that could work on farms for example and uh, and and we raised venture capital for that and we got our company launched and I did that for a few years and we we did a couple of rounds of funding and we brought in some Japanese investors that's where my Japanese came in handy I think uh, over the years. But I left that uh, when, after another round of funding and the company was going to move from New York to Oklahoma. So fast forward to the business I have now. Uh, I spent a few years thinking in between the previous company and my company now, Cobalt Rose Company, a uh, completely different field. Uh, I, I I spent a few years thinking, what, what what is the thing I'm going to work on? Now, my husband is a breast surgeon, specifically breast cancer.
0: Uh-huh, okay. And
1: uh, But he he has a physics uh, background and an engineering mind, and he is an inventor at heart. So one day he came home, and he hears from thousands of his patients how much they hate their bras, how much they hate the underwire. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there are a lot of myths and around the underwire. I'm sure you and your oh, yeah. audience are familiar with those myths, and they are myths. But they stay, you know, those, those myths are strong. And, uh, and for many of us, myself included, I wear underwire bras, but I hate underwire bras. But I wear them because I like the shape that an underwire bra gives me. Whereas a wireless bra, which many times is more comfortable for me, as I'm getting older, it's not giving me the shape and lift that I need. So where do you go in between there? Right. And so my husband had developed uh, uh, an alternative support structure. And he hammered out this idea in his workshop, presented it to me and said, what could we do with this? And that's when I thought, okay, I'm a woman. I I wear underwires. They poke. They're uncomfortable. Um, how am I going to develop this? I don't come from the industry and I don't, uh, I don't have any contacts in the industry. I'm just a consumer of bras. And I go to, I I wasn't even sure I was in the right bra size, frankly. Many women are not, as I've learned over the years. But um, I had to figure out how to develop this product and how I was going to get samples made and how I was then going to launch the business. Mm -hmm. And that took a lot of research, um, a lot of initiative, a lot of just putting myself out there. So, you know, one of the things you said in your intro that you'd like to talk about is, um... Say you know mindset or how how an entrepreneur gets through the day, gets through these obstacles that we encounter right. practically every day. Right. and one of those would be mindset. Absolutely, and for me, mindset was there. I could see the huge obstacles for me. Uh, I don't come from the industry. I don't have the contacts. I don't. I don't. So, um, how do I? How do I take? I don't even know how to describe what it is I want to do. And put it in a garment and make it. How, where do I begin? And it was my mindset that I had to work through, and those uh, feelings of uh, being a little bit overwhelmed, feeling a little insecure because I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about at that point. Having to put myself out there and just knock on doors, see if someone's willing to talk to me. Approaching factories without knowing anything about how how they work with a potential customer, and it's just putting yourself out there regardless of the fear or insecurity that we feel.
0: Yeah. Well, I would completely agree with that as a fellow entrepreneur um, that, you know, the limiting beliefs, which is really what I was hearing you talk about, are Mm -hmm. really always going to be there. The question is, how do we decide to talk to ourselves about it, right? And what do we want them to mean for us? That's usually like two of my go-to questions that I always ask myself. So. So, in spite of all of that, let's just start there. In spite of thinking these things, you know, the overwhelm, which I don't know an entrepreneur that hasn't felt overwhelmed at some point, right? <laughs> it's like um, every day. So, you know, if you l- l- let's just go back to those beginning stages and you're trying to figure out, you know, to your point, trying to figure out kind of the best approach and the best way to move forward with a viable business idea. Um, you know, the the default there is probably just to kind of lose ourselves in our work. And when we do that, we ignore, you know, taking care of ourselves.
1: Absolutely. And that's actually something I struggle with now. You know, I, I, I have pretty much, I won't say that I don't have fear or insecurity, but I do believe I am bold. Oh, I'm and sure you are. So, you have to be. So I feel that you know being bold does not mean that you're fearless. <laughs> that, that that's just I I have the same issues that many people do. Uh it's just that I I'm not going to let it stand in my way. I just it's like one foot in front of the other. But no. so I I think that I I've, I've managed that part overall pretty well, and I continue to do that. But what you were talking about it's the self care as an entrepreneur. You can get lost as you know, in your work. And then you can be working, I have a home office and I have inventory here. I have another space in town mm-hmm. uh, for inventory as well. And then I work at my factory. I manufacture the bras and, and the matching panties in Manhattan in the garment district. So I'm I'm in and out of the city quite a bit. Uh-huh. But um I'm where I have a home office and it's very difficult. I'm sure many of your listeners know this. If you're working from home, it is very difficult to to put the, the that little uh, line between home and and your work, and it's very easy to be there Saturday night, yeah, yeah. nine o'clock at night working oh, on yeah. something. Or you know, I,
0: used, I I totally agree with you. And I used to. I used to be the kind of person that thought, you know, I have to just. And that was ex- you just outlined my reason exactly why I've never really worked from home because. Mm-hmm. You know, I always had a tricky thought that I would just get distracted and, you know, and you know that I would oh, well, let me go over here and do this and then I'll come back and I admire people who can work from home and kind of keep the lawns and the sand, you know, that are there, right? Yeah. Um and really <laughs> <I do> too. <laughs> right, and it's really only been in the last few years that I've been able to kind of navigate keeping that line you know, that actually working from home some of the time, like if I don't have any face-to-face appointments or if I don't have a reason to be in my studio, that I actually can like take an office day and work from home and actually still be productive. So I think that was kind of a tricky thought that I had to kind of learn to navigate on my own. But to your point, you know, with having a warehouse and a factory and all the responsibilities that you do with running a company that manufactures a product, I can imagine that at home, there's always, oh, I'm just going to check some emails. I'm just going to make sure that this invoice went out. Let me make sure that, you know, that this is handled. I mean, I, I can imagine that that's almost a constant struggle.
1: It is. And, uh, and I would add that because I'm dealing with bras, I get lots of questions about sizing. Oh, yeah. and, it, and I can't be there to personally fit somebody. Uh, if someone lives near me, I am more than happy. I don't know how I fit into my schedule, but I'm more than happy to take a, a range of sizes and go to their house and put them on and say, this one works best on you, you know, yeah. but for the most part, I can't do that for, for people. And, uh, so, uh, if a, if an inquiry comes in, I feel compelled to address it right away. And you know, people are shopping at 3am in the morning. So, <laughs> you know, it's,
0: i sure it's, you're not answering messages at 3am though. At no, least, I'm so. not.
1: I am not, but, uh, you know, it is, uh, I think with the pandemic and people working from home, again, I'm sure many of your listeners, uh, have, have had to work from home and, and they understand what we're talking about. Yes. That, that barrier, uh, you know, I mean that, 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 that being, feeling compelled to keep working because Mm -hmm. the desk is right there. The computer is right there. We're always available with our devices. So what I have had to do is I, 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 um, I do meditate and I make it a habit of meditating every morning. And there are many mornings when I all I want to do is get up and either just sit down, have a cup of coffee and catch up on the news, or I I need to immediately address issues. So I have to I have to consciously make the choice, even though my desires go to something else, consciously make the choice to do my meditation in the morning. Yeah. And I get bet. because I bet. if I put it off to the after, oh, I'll do it later when I get a coffee break. No, it's not going to happen. Other things are going to fill up that time. Yeah, And then I go to bed feeling, oh my God, I didn't do it. And as you know, yeah. if yeah. you want to make something a habit, you have got to do it regularly.
0: Yeah. It's got to get scheduled in your calendar. You have to look at it as this is a non-negotiable for me. This is like a regular right. occurrence. This isn't just something that I work in when A, I have time or B, or when I, mean, I feel it like to do
1: it. it. Right, Exactly. Yeah. And so, that meditation over the years has really helped me. Remember, we, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I have to keep going out there, putting myself out there, overcoming some of my biases and so forth, uh, you know, and, and I think meditation and mindfulness has helped with that because when, for example, when I get anxious about something, I used to say, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious, but now I know I'm not anxious. What I'm feeling is anxiety, and there's a difference in how you God. phrase that. I'm sorry, that's my dog. There's a difference in how you say that. Uh, so I think that uh, you know that 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 mindfulness has helped me realize. Oh, when I'm saying I'm anxious, I'm defining myself that way. No, I right now what I'm experiencing is anxiety. This is what it feels like. It's a different mindset there, you know. And and it makes it somehow for me, it makes it more manageable. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this will pass. Or I I know how to work through this now. Instead of just, oh, I'm so anxious or I'm so upset or I'm I'm so angry. Yeah. That doesn't work. Well, most and, and, of
0: the most of the feelings that we have, like what you're describing, anxiety and overwhelm are feelings that we have. Right. And they were they come from thoughts that we think primarily. Correct. So right. if we're feeling overwhelmed, we're thinking something that's causing that. So, right. so in order to not feel overwhelmed, we have to examine what it is that we're thinking. And uh, and as an entrep- as an, as entrepreneurs, it's totally understandable that we feel overwhelmed. I mean, plenty plenty of us do, right? Right. Uh, Absolutely. It's usually, it's because we're thinking. To me, when I hear anxiety, to me, it's more about a time thing. You know, people feel anxious because they feel like. A bunch needs to happen very quickly, <laughs> yes. and hence that causes us to think, "Oh my gosh, how am I going to get this done?" And then, guess what? You end up feeling anxious.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right. And 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 telling yourself, "Oh, don't be so anxious," it does not work. Mm-hmm. It's just like telling yourself not to think about you know totally. the banana. Well, you're going to be thinking about the banana. I mean, totally. it doesn't totally. work. Well, so- and so
0: to your point about the meditation, it's like that's a very good way. You know, just an an easy something that we can do for ourselves every day to try to alleviate not just the anxiety and the overwhelm, but keep us in that space to where we're still doing what needs to be done, you know, and hopefully doing it in spite of the fact that there's a million things going on. I mean, personally, the reason I believe one of the main benefits of meditation is is to help us relax in spite of the fact that life gets crazy. You know, we don't Mm -hmm. wait for life to not be crazy, right? We just, right. we do it so that we can still do the things that we want to do and that we need to do in spite of the fact of everything being crazy.
1: Right. Because life is always crazy. And exactly. things something's always going to come up. And I think that mindfulness just makes you more aware that that's there. And then maybe gives you that little time to respond rather than react to what's happening. And yeah. you can choose how you respond. So I think that that's one element. Uh, I do believe in uh, you know this, right? If you don't get enough sleep, you can't think straight,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And you become even more overwhelmed with stuff when stuff goes down south really fast because you you know you don't have your coping mechanisms mechanisms are not at their strongest. And I have found at night when I'm really I'm just trying to figure something out, and I'm you know I, I can, and it's bothering me, but I'm tired. I have found, you know what? Go to sleep get a good night's rest. In the morning, when I'm rested, I bet I'm going to look at this very differently. Yeah. Well, I, I
0: like it. to think of sleep and rest as, as a way to recharge. And I think the right. best example that I can give is what do we do with our devices at the end of the day, our phones, That's right. our tablets. First thing you better believe as an entrepreneur, you're going to keep that charged all the time, right? Because right. you need it, not just as an entrepreneur, but most everybody I know does that just because we're so used to functioning using our devices. But when the battery gets worn down, guess what? We can't use it. Well, when that, our battery get run down, like when we're not sleeping and resting in a way that actually works for us, it definitely affects not just our productivity and our mental health, but it, it in turn will affect our bottom line too.
1: That's right. So I have found that, uh, you know, it used to be when I was younger, oh, wow, I'm going to stay up all night. I'm going to do these uh-huh. type of things, you know. Right. I can't function the next day. Uh, yeah, now I'm with I you. have to really decide, like, you know, if I want to be productive, I got to get a rest. I, got, I have to get a good night's sleep so that tomorrow, whatever's going on, I can deal with it. I, I, as you say, the battery's charged. And uh, the other thing that I do, and I'm fortunate because I live. You know, I'm, I'm I'm about 45 minutes north of Manhattan, um, and I live in what, you know, you may euphemistically call the country, um, but, uh, but I'm surrounded by nature. Yeah. And so I find, I have a dog, as you now know, and I get her out every day, regardless of the weather, unless it's lightning, I get her out and we go on a hike or, or on a walk, you know, in town, but, you know, near the park. And um, and I find that that is being in nature is restorative. And if you can't be in nature because you live in a situation where nature is not so close to you, I think even having some plants around you, there's something about nature that is very restorative. And finding a way to bring it into your life daily, Mm -hmm. I think, is important. And that's why I agree with
0: you. Yeah. And one of the one of the the things that I find that works is. Just spending, going, having regular breaks to go outside. Yeah. You know, for for my listeners who work from home, or the people that work from home a couple of days a week, or whatever, you know, and even if those people in an office, if you're able to take part of your lunch break and go outside, especially if it's a nice day, that the fresh air really does you a lot of good as well.
1: It does. And what I've noticed too is, um, let's see, a couple of weeks ago, when uh, we were. Uh, affected here, air quality was affected with the the fires from. Oh, that's up, right. Up I bet you are. And and we could not go out for several days. It was just so bad. It was over. That air quality was over a hundred. You know, it was like nearing two hundred. Uh, when it, you should really, when it's really good, you know, when it's fifty and below. uh the rating was you know closer to two hundred. Totally. We couldn't be outside, and I really for a couple of days, and I really felt that first. You know, what are we doing to our planet? But also. That, that I, I, it just looked awful outside and, and it's dangerous for you to be out there. And I couldn't be out regularly. And then when that finally cleared and I could go back out and there was a blue sky, it was such an amazing feeling to be able to breathe deeply and, uh, and appreciate that. But what I have found over the year, since I walk in all seasons outside, you know, I just get the right gear on and go out there it when you see like the cycle of the seasons and you know i used to be really sad when the end of summer was coming and fall and fall's really pretty i know it's really pretty where you live and uh you know but then you know it's going to be winter and dark and cold and i would keep i would feel a little bit sad about that but yeah. now having gone through many cycles of those uh you know like i just see that it, that is the cycle things constantly are changing therefore when it comes back to your mind and your mindset, it's the same thing. you like, whatever you're going through, it's like a season, yeah. you know, and yeah. it will change. Agreed. agree. Uh, I think that nature helps to, if you're out of nature and you're just, you know, tuned into your device, you're not quite getting the benefit. I think mm-hmm. you got to be out there and really, you know, take advantage of it and, and enjoy it. And, um, well, it's so a way had, to kind of disconnect
0: from all the busy that, we, that we're that we so accustomed to in our day-to-day lives. It's when so we're true. Out walking in the woods, say, for example, or, you know, in the mountains or whatever. And it's like, you know, of course, you're not going to have like, quote unquote, strong Wi-Fi or whatever in a place like that. Maybe that's the point.
1: Right. And 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 it it is really, again, restorative. And I see that with my husband. I mean, he's dealing with cancer patients all day. That's very tough. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and he's also talked out by the time he comes home. So, and he's tired, I know, and, and hungry for dinner and all of that. But we make it a point of uh, taking our dog and out. I may have gone on a walk earlier, but I go with him because, and sometimes I have to drag him mm-hmm. out because he's just tired and wants to have dinner. and yeah. and, right. and, I, and I get him out and it's always beneficial. Yeah, Even if well, we don't and
0: it's out. like, to your point, though, about being tired, it's like, I feel like, you know, people who, and your husband's a, a good example of this, who, you know, they work hard all day long, and they come home, and the last thing they probably want to do is engage in something else. Right. But the reason that we do that is so that we can continue to have good energy and stamina, which directly affects not just how we run our businesses, but how we live
1: our lives. Right. Right. And and there's something that's very, you know, like, I think about uh, the the simple things that I, I may not be able to do later for whatever reason, yeah. let's say, uh, what would I miss, you know, if, if my life drastically changed? Well, you know, is it the travel? Is it, you know, going to a Broadway show? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, I would miss those type of things. But right. what I would really miss are these little simple like habits and rituals of my daily life, which include the walk with my husband, the dog every yeah. day in the yeah. woods. And well, and, and that's you bring up a really choice.
0: interesting point that it's this is all the little things are usually what are the most meaningful. However, the little things like only work for us when we continue to revisit them and go back to them and make them part of our routine.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think for anybody, I mean, I'm speaking as an entrepreneur, but um, and I think many of your listeners as entrepreneurs They, 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 and especially in your field of, you know, fitness and well-being and so forth, they get this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think this is applicable to anyone, whether they're an entrepreneur or not. Yeah. And and so I have found that those type of things help me deal with the challenges and the obstacles of taking a brand new innovation, bringing it into the market, competing with the big guys um, you know, and, 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 you know, trying to, to grow. Um, and I'm online only right now, but. Uh And so I've
0: created a brand new visionary retreat leaders checklist this is pure gold folks this is all stuff that i have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that i've been delivering retreats so if you want to get your hands on a copy it's absolutely free you can go to my website www.theallisonk.com click on the work with me icon work with me which is on the left hand side if you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing and I just want you to be able to it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events so take advantage i would love to hear what you think
1: i have my patents i have them in china europe and the united states and i'm going to start collaborating uh with other companies mm-hmm. and i know it's going to be much more work involved there but and as i look at that i another thing uh back to what you know like your focus uh with uh, you know not being an entrepreneur and and the different ways we manage self-care and our time and so forth one of the things i'm starting to do is look at my like i I have an excel sheet Mm -hmm. and this is something new i started doing but it's not my idea i i heard this from someone else and i across the top i have the days of the week and Mm -hmm. and down the side i have my my you know like my 24-hour day you know down into half hour slots and i started logging you know what i how i'm spending my hours
0: yeah yeah well and and i think think it's always like an eye-opening thing for us when we do that right because it really is oh my gosh did i really spend two hours doing that oh my i mean we can find like what i like to call the energy leaks throughout the day
1: that's right you know like uh i'm not a big social media user uh but I have to be for my business, and uh, uh-huh. and what's interesting is, you know, now I get the little alert, so I yeah. look at it online. Oh my goodness, what happens next? You can easily go down that rabbit hole and spend an hour totally in the ether of Instagram.
0: <laughs> well, and I, but I I think you bring up another uh, uh, interesting point that, and this really isn't self care; it's just kind of a fact, is that you know, you have to have a really working digital footprint, you know, to make it work for your business and for moving your business forward, but you can do it in a way that doesn't really consume you either. Because even though you're not really in a front-facing, you know, um, you know, delivering client services in person type business,
1: but Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: you're, you offer a product and a solution for people though, that can really impact how they live. So so having multiple ways that people can reach you and connect you with you and work with you is really key for, you know, getting your product in, in the right hands.
1: Yes. And uh, I would say that's true for many people. Yeah. But what I have found is if I'm really honest about how I spent, say, an hour this morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe five minutes was something for cobalt rose bras. And then it was looking at, oh, oh this looks interesting. And that, you know, looking at the yeah. feet and, this, you know, yeah. I spent an hour doing that. And that the was a squirrel brain,
0: hour. I call it, right? Yeah.
1: I am I lost that hour. So I think once I have logged all that and I go back and look, I see, uh-huh. All right. I see what I did there. Therefore, hopefully the goal is next time I'm starting to go down that path, I can think, all right, conscious choice here. Are you gonna keep going down this and doing this? Or are you gonna actually, you know, uh book some time so you if you want to spend an hour doing this and going through your feed, then book the time for it you know and exactly know that you're like schedule
0: it like it's a time for yourself, right? right?
1: Yeah, you know, just like you would to do. meet a
0: friend or to run an errand or whatever, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So I have found that kind of being uh by tracking my time you don't have to do this all the time but by tracking your time say for a week you become aware of how your your day is going and i think that can help you going forward decide is this how i want to spend this next hour or this half hour or whatever i'm you know when i could be doing x y and z yeah um, and and that has that is you know i just started that not too long ago and that i find uh, has been helpful um you know how someone does it who's delivering a service. uh, say I I I have private Pilates sessions every week, and okay, I really I make time for that. Good, and I I enjoy it, and I I make time for it because I believe as I'm getting older, maintaining a strong core is yes, really yes,
0: absolutely. Well, you're made. It's like I said at the beginning of the show: our mind and our body are the vessels through which we do our work. It is our responsibility to make sure that they are taken care of.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I still feel young and healthy. Thank goodness, knock on wood. But uh, I recently, uh, my sisters and I moved, downsized my parents and moved them into a senior community and in independent living. And it's got that continuum of care with assisted living, memory care. Yeah. And, yeah, so yeah. Forth. and they're so an they independent living. have everything they
0: need right there.
1: Right. and yeah. And I go visit. They're closer to me. They're about 25 minutes away. So I see them weekly. And when I go there, then I am uh, surrounded by elderly people, right? With various issues. Now we see that when we go about in our daily lives, many of us may, you may, you see people of all age ranges. When I go there, I'm seeing older people mm-hmm. and I'm seeing my future. Yeah. <laughs> if I can be fortunate enough to live that long, right? Right. Uh, right. And, and so I think, all right, it, it's, it's coming. Uh, how do I best meet that time in my life? What do I need to do now to meet that time in my life? Not just psychologically and again the mindset uh way of accepting aging and what goes with that, but how am I going to prepare for that physically? Yeah. And yeah. for me, it is, you know, the 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 building the core because as women, we get older, we get weaker, we fall, we break a hip. It is really bad for us.
0: Yeah. Well, and I just like I said, it's it, it's our responsibility to look after ourselves. But having said that, life happens; things get in the way. You know, it, it's not never a question of if, but a question of when. And right. when that does happen, you know, we just have to you know deal with it the best we can, and then get back on as soon as we can. You know, I think right. a lot of people wrote, well, it just. It you know, this just took me out of the game and I've got to do this and this and that, you know, it's just this constant, constant line of excuses almost. And I just think you have to decide you're just not available for that anymore. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So I have found that that, you know, doing that and and working on that core is important. Yeah. Uh, I agree um, with you.
0: I completely agree with you.
1: And it also makes you more aware of your body and how you're using it when you're you're sitting. Yes. what you're what you're feeding your body um and uh um you know just just what what's the type of nutrition that you need yeah. Uh, yeah i think that things are really important and uh you know and i and i think okay also you know when i when like what do we need to do brain wise to keep ourselves healthy and of course one of the big things is you know always challenging your mind yes and to, uh, well, we have to people. be aware
0: of what we're, we have to be onto ourselves because our right. brains are wired to keep us safe and our brains don't like change, you know? No. So, and so we just constantly, I think one of the best things that we can do for our mindset every day is challenge, we really be challenging what we're thinking. Is that true? Right. You it's know, true. Am it, I that it, the kind of person, who am I when that's true? And what if it wasn't true? What would it be? You know, we did, we have to be onto ourselves.
1: And I think that, uh, along with that is if you are constantly challenging your mind, then you are building new neural pathways. Yes. And I think that that, I think more and more research is supporting the idea that if we challenge our minds, you learn a new language, you learn a new computer language, learn how to use Excel, whatever it is. I agree. you, you help to keep your mind as vibrant as it can be, you know, as, as, as we're getting older. And um, so I would say as an entrepreneur, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not lacking in that department. Yeah. (laughs) We've challenged.
0: So, well, I I think we're a different, we're a little bit of a different breed. I mean, and in a lot of ways, you know even if for people listening that are not entrepreneurs you know i th- i think a lot of people that i know that are not entrepreneurs are are doing a lot of the things that we're talking about but uh, but on the other hand i feel like you know as entrepreneurs and business owners um you know i just think that we're we're just made a little bit different and i think you know our brains just you know i think we just we have that little little bit of something that just that just allows us to really think about things in a different way. and not everybody really has that
1: right. But you know, it is accessible to people right. and totally. Um, and I think that um, you know th- 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 that doing the things that just put yourself in the best position mm-hmm. physically and mentally to go and tackle whatever's coming your way, is, yeah. is the best is the best way you know to go forward i believe yes and um and i and think that can work I, for
0: anybody yeah,
1: yeah exactly exactly people who are transitioning out of work people who yeah. are transitioning to a new job people who are transitioning out of a marriage people who are transitioning to you know uh, aging whatever yeah. it is yeah um you know i think that there are certain things common and uni- you know to all of us that we can do to 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 Help us manage that. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you this before we wrap up. I'm sure that there are people listening that can relate to a lot of what we're talking about, even if they're not, if they're not business owners. I mean, there are people out there that are managing, you know, families and jobs and aging parents and other responsibilities, almost like they're trying to keep, you know, juggle several balls at the same time. Right. Right. So I'm I'm betting that what we're talking about is really landing with with people. But I'm wondering if you could offer up maybe a simple tip or a simple, you know, strategy or a thought to kind of remember for that person who is just looking for a way that they can just kind of get better today. What do you say to that?
1: You know, I think my first thought, what what worked for me was I picked up a meditation book. I had never done meditation before. I picked up and I picked up Real Happiness by Sharon Salzberg, one of the greats, Mm -hmm. and that uh, that book. Got me started on this entire meditation mindfulness journey. I've read many. I've gone to retreats. I've, I've, done, and I would say that has been the that was reading that book. Any of us can pick up a book and read it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, and but I, I think it. I think the bigger message that I'm really hearing you say is that you know, if you're thinking about maybe starting something, just start with the first thing that comes to your mind. And in your case, it was picking up the book, but for somebody else, it might be talking to somebody about it or Googling something online that they might want to try or something else. Right.
1: Right. And take that step. Yeah. Take that step and don't let your negativity bias stop you.
0: Yeah. So take that first step. I love that. That's just it almost sounds so simple, but it but it's 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 like just bite size enough that I think people can use it. So, right, where can so, people connect with you and learn more about your company and your products and all of that?
1: Well, they can go to cobalt-rose uh, dot com. Um, they can also go to our Instagram at cobalt rose Right. And, uh, and there you can get the links to videos we have. Um, I have videos on how to measure for a bra, uh, uh-huh. Interesting. how our bra was made. Um, have my husband as a surgeon, breast surgeon, explaining why how this technology works. And um, and and I think that that's the best place to start. Okay, so
0: people can go to your website. They can follow your <laughs> Instagram, and then they can go to your your website and, there, and learn they a little bit link, more.
1: Right. Correct. They can link to YouTube and to Instagram from my okay. website.
0: Lovely. So are your products available in stores or just on your website?
1: Just online right now. Okay. and uh, I will probably start to have our uh, products in store locally uh, uh-huh. within the year. Okay. But right now we're online only.
0: Okay. Okay. But people can still get them if they want to online. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has just been a really fun conversation and I love to I just love to hear from other entrepreneurs as to what things work for them and why they think they work for them. Because, you know, this is how other people, you know, get ideas for themselves because they they look for themselves in our stories.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity. And, and I hope that, you know, someone's inspired uh, by our conversation to say, all right, I'm going to take that first step and I'm going to go do something, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I thank you too. again for your time.
1: You are welcome, Allison. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. And so, uh, folks out there listening, please connect with Karana on her site if you like, uh, cobalt rose.com. You will find that link in the show notes, as well as her Instagram handle, Cobalt Rose Bras. You can learn all about her company, her vision. Um, you know, about if you're in the market and you're looking for new bras or or, or whatever, you can connect with, with her that way and learn more about all the amazingness that she's doing in the world. Um, and if you feel like this conversation has really been helpful for you and you would like to share it with a friend or a business colleague or somebody that you think might benefit from it, please feel free to copy the link and share it with them as a free gift from me. And if you like, you can connect with me on my website, www.theallisonk.com and send me a message and either myself or someone on my team will be happy to take care of that for you. This is how we, we create change in the world is that we we spread the news, right? We spread, we, we create a movement and we share and you download and you subscribe and we share the message. And this is why we're heard all over the world now. Um, and you know, it's a big deal because I really didn't know where we were going to go when we started this whole podcast thing. But I hear from all of you on a weekly basis as to you know something that my guest said or something that I said or something that really landed with you and helped move you forward on a daily basis that's exactly why I do what I do um so just know that I'm thankful and grateful for you and for all of your support and that you choose to spend time with me every single week this is Allison Katskowski with the ultimate journey of self-care you're a one step closer to living your ultimate life so make it a good one